When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. Absolute pleasure to have your company this morning. Lots to talk about, as there always is, that announcement last night. So these things often happen after I've gone to bed. Uh, finally, the government's announced that hotel quarantine uh, plan uh, for Brits returning from 33 red uh, countries is regarded as a high risk. Basically, the uh, pretty much the whole of uh, South America, lots of uh, Africa uh, and uh, Portugal and a few other places as well. Uh, that's been announced. And uh, of course, uh, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit later about the economic cost of lockdown as well. Uh, delighted to say that joining me all this morning and someone who always puts a smile on our face is comedian Dave Chawner. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well indeed. And as you will know from my text messages before we came on air, I helped put a <laughs> smile on your face this morning because you were, and, and, and frankly, to my lovely listeners who, who are at this moment unaware of, <laughs> of Jackie Weaver, I'm, I'm going to be doing you such a favour because if this doesn't cheer you up, this morning, nothing will. I know we've got to talk about the economic cost of lockdown, hotel quarantine, trials mixing two doses of different vaccines. There's battles between Alex Salmond and Nicola Sturgeon, climate change. There's so much that is important to talk about. We've got to get our kids back to school, people back in work, people's lives back. We, there, there is so much important to talk about, Dave. But what I want to start with, because I know this will cheer so many people up, is um, the extraordinary video of a Zoom call last December of the Parish Council meeting of Hanford Council Planning and Environment Committee. It was an emergency meeting and it, well, it was the most quintessentially British thing ever and it's emerged uh, on, uh, on the internet last night. And I'm just going to play everybody a little bit of a clip of that meeting on the 10th of December. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. No authority at all. She's just kicked him out. Don't this is a meeting called by two councillors illegally they now elect a chairman. No, they can't because the vice chair's here. I take charge. Uh, Read the standing orders. Read them and understand them. <gasps> that is just a little taste of that meeting. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, you'll see the video. It's absolute chaos. It is so quintessentially British, is it not, Dave? 
Oh, the British Comedy Awards 2021 oh. have just been won. I mean, just it goes on. I mean, the video clip I've seen is about 20 minutes long. I have to say that's some of the best bits. But I mean, genuinely, I, I, I know this is not the most important news in people's lives, but this is what's going to get get us through um, Friday, the 5th of February. That Because lock, lockdown is about getting through the day. This is going to get you through if you have a look at this. But, and if someone comes up to you today and says, you have no authority here, Jackie Weaver, you will know why they're saying it. <laughs> well, exactly. And respectfully, I kind of disagree because I do think this sort of thing does play an important part of getting people through. Boris Johnson coming out and saying February the 22nd is when we're going to get this roadmap. But that's still a long time away. And yeah. I do worry people need to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. And the interesting thing is, because it's so quintessentially British and, and there's sort of just this sort of this sort of uh, anger of these, the, the, the middle classes of, uh, of, of Cheshire here, it, it actually tells you a lot about the British psyche, which is I think there are an awful lot of people <laughs> feeling like that right now. But we don't go out on the streets. And you think about Brexit, all, the, all those years when, when we had you know MPs and peers and all the great and the good telling everyone they were stupid for having voted for Brexit and, uh, and, and, and trying to undermine that vote through the whole of 2019. And the British public just sat still and went, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Karen, just give us another election. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you what we think. And they did. Uh, and they told us what we thought. And that is why we are now out of the EU. And by the way, why we have a vaccination programme with 11 million people vaccinated. But the, the, the sort of the, I think the quiet, seething anger of the great British people is what's going to get us out of all of this. Oh, completely. Well, you have we had the summer of discontent. Now we have the winter of unrest. And I feel bad that this time last year I was looking and it was about this time last year that I made a silly joke on air saying, you know, well, Brexit is now done. What are we going to talk about? for the next 12 yeah, months. You, you jinxed it. Thanks for that. <laughs> it's entirely my fault. <laughs> exactly. Well, let, let's talk about what we will be talking about. Good Lord, I hope over the next uh, year. And that would be um, how we have a boom time coming out of lockdown. Now, we've got, you know, a massive unemployment. Look, we haven't seen the half of it yet with people on furlough right now. Um, but although we've seen uh, the first quarter of 2021, the prediction from the Bank of England yesterday is, is a 4% fall. Uh, they have said that actually the economy is much stronger than they expected from the autumn of course November lockdown but actually not not so much of a lockdown for a lot of people um, but they're predicting overall growth of five percent uh, this year now as that's a downgrade from what they previously predicted because they weren't uh, originally expecting there to be a lockdown earlier this year but there there is this expectation we won't have a double dip recession and there are there are I mean it's a tale of two Britons because half of the country has just been you know lovely jubbly haven't spent any money thousands of pounds sitting at home um, and uh, in, in the bank um, absolutely fine, ready to spend. And then, of course, the other half of the country who are absolutely desperate, businesses going under, haven't had any work, you know, on furlough, but can't make the bills. I mean, there, there, it's going to be a tale of two countries. But the hope is that there will be a boom afterwards now. Oh, completely. It is a real tale of two divides. I mean, even things are tough now. Even Jeff Bezos is now unemployed. And that tells you all you need to know. You know, I mean, that was by choice. But <laughs> I mean, $200 billion in the bank. I mean, yeah, I reckon I could get by on that. I don't. I mean, the amount my girlfriend spends on Amazon, I think that'd last her a week. <laughs> It's just the delivery charges. Um, well, I mean, look, there, there, there is there is some hope there, but again, this is all dependent on us getting out of lockdown. And it is it is very interesting that I mean, one of the things that I've always been wanting to try and do is just let's not have a debate as the media has insisted on having largely in this country about well, oh, lockdown. Shouldn't we have locked down sooner? Shouldn't we lock down harder? Shouldn't we keep the lockdown for longer? I want the debate to be about when do we come 
out of lockdown. I've been pushing that and pushing that, frankly, like a stuck record. Um, but we are finally having debates, Parliament discussing it. Um, actually, some of the questions from BBC and Sky have even been about coming out of lockdown. Uh, the uh, recent press conferences, I'm, I'm getting hopeful. But yesterday, the COVID Recovery Group's uh, chair, Mark Harper, Tory, Tory MP, we had him on the show. Um, he's basically said in Parliament, look, there's no excuse to extend restrictions beyond May. All over 50s and all those with underlying health conditions would have been vaccinated. So that's not coming out of of lockdown. That is all restrictions. There will be no excuse for it. Uh, Robert Dingwall, who's a member of NerveTAC, advising the government, he has said there's no case to delay schools returning until March the 8th. And that's just the first class that's going back. He says they should come back after half term on February the 22nd, given the rollout of the jabs has gone so well. We're looking at 3 million given in the past week alone, 11 million in total. We're doing 430,000 a day on average. I mean, it's extraordinary. We've got to give credit where it's due. But the whole point of vaccinating a load of people so we can get out of lockdown. So I mean, if it was up to you, if you were in charge, what would you do? If I was in charge, we'd all be up the creek without a paddle. But I, I think the truth of the matter is that there is positivity, there is hope. And I think that is so exciting. And I knew yeah. that yesterday. Watching the news, my girlfriend, who's normally the most doer, depressing person in the world, said, oh, my goodness, I've got this weird feeling. I think it's called optimism. And I, I think that that is something that's so exciting that we're talking about coming out of lockdown. And I, I couldn't agree more with you as well. I don't understand how a government that is doing so incredibly well on vaccines and absolutely credit where credit is due they are doing fantastically i don't understand how they can do so badly on tested trace care homes quarantine hotels but at least they're doing well on something yes at least they're doing well on something well let's talk about this quarantine hotels because there's been a lot of demand for that i mean basically going back a year isn't there um the government had now last night announced finally that it's going to start on february the 15th again a lot of people wondering why it takes so long but twenty-eight thousand rooms they're going to reserve uh, from hotels they want them to be exclusive uh, um to the hotel i mean I, I don't know who else is staying in hotels at the moment to be honest with you uh, from those red list countries um they're looking at uh, 1,425 passengers a day arriving in the UK, uh, so arriving in England, who will need uh, those uh, those rooms. Um, they'll have to stay for a total of 10 or 11 nights, um, £800 cost. Initially, the government's going to pay. My understanding is Wealth Health, Health Organisation rules actually say they're not actually allowed to charge uh, the people for it if it's enforced quarantine. Um, do you think this is the right move? Do you think it's too little too late? Or do you think it shouldn't be happening at all? I do feel like it's a little bit... Well, quite a lot too late. You know, the the sort of phrase stable door and horse really springs to mind. But you know what? Like, there's no point in looking backwards, looking forwards. It's important. And I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I'm ignorant here, which is generally the case. But I was surprised, you know, 1,400 people, uh, 2,100 people a day coming into the country. I just think those are staggering figures. But a lot of people, you've got to remember, there are an awful lot of people who do travel abroad uh, to see family a lot of people that you know they all had tickets bought you know long before we were in the pandemic situation uh last last year where they visit say you know um their, their children and grandchildren in australia or something like that okay for australia probably haven't been able to get in uh, i think that that's not possible but but there are lots of other places around the world where people you know they, they they visit family they they go abroad for christmas again they would have gone abroad for for the winter um and you know we, we are a traveling nation and they've gone abroad for winter and then thought, frankly, I think I'll stay abroad right now. There's not much point, not much point returning when we're in lockdown. But at some point they need to come back. 
I, I couldn't agree more. And I think this hits on a really good point that I, I'm just genuinely mooting that as an idea because I think the time for finger wagging mm-hmm. has stopped. I think, you, like you said right at the start, we, we all feel frustrated. We all feel angry. But you know what? That's not really going to get us any further forward so actually yeah. just sort of letting these people back in in a safe way look that's only got to be a good thing the breakfast briefing with julia hartley brewer on talk radio if you liked what you heard please subscribe and give me a good review and don't forget to catch me on the talk radio breakfast show every weekday from six thirty until 10 want flexibility take yoga want flexibility with your health insurance check out united healthcare insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer flexible budget-friendly medical dental and vision coverage that may be right for you more at uh1.com planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.